Hey everyone, this is Sunny Lamba and you're listening to Flauthentic Me. In today's episode, I want to talk about the fad of self-care <laughs> and the difference between self-care and self-sabotage or even self-indulgence. So let's get started. Welcome to the Flauthentic Me podcast, where it is all about loving yourselves, even when you feel imperfect and flawed, a place where you can be raw, real and authentic. And here's your hostess, self-image transformation coach and a die-hard feminist, Sunny Lamba. Hello, hello everyone. How are you guys doing? It feels like with the COVID and all the stresses of this modern life that we live, we all need some self-care. But lately, every time I see self-care, I start thinking that are we overdoing this self-care thing or are we confused between what actually is self-care and what it isn't? For example, last week, I exercised every single day. I was very consistent. So this week, I didn't feel like exercising. I was feeling lazy. So what did I do? I convinced myself that, oh, I worked so hard last week, so I deserve a break. Instead of working out, I sat down and scrolled. You know what I scrolled. I scrolled on social media and wasted that 40 minutes of exercise time doing nothing. And what ended up happening? That as I was scrolling, I saw other people who I follow because I follow a lot of health and fitness accounts. So I saw them working out. I saw them being consistent. And that made me go even harder on myself. And I went down the rabbit hole. (laughs) Don't we all do that? I wonder that if I would have worked out, maybe that would have been a better option. I feel like lately I have been using self-care as an excuse to be lazy. Yeah, I need self-care, but I don't need it all the time. But I just say, oh, I need self-care, so I'm going to do this later. But where do you even draw the line? So I was talking about this in my Instagram stories and someone said that, oh, you deserve a break. And I totally agree. I do deserve a break. But am I using needing that break as a crutch? That's what's the most important question. Yes, we all need a break, but it's also about creating consistent habits. And it's also about sometimes just pushing through because maybe you don't need a break. Maybe you're just being lazy or procrastinating. Maybe you worked out every single day and you haven't seen the results because guess what? It's long-term results, right? Not instant gratification. So you worked out every day, you didn't see the results right away and what happened? You got frustrated. So now you're like, oh, I'm just going to take a day break. And that missing one day then becomes a habit. You miss another day and then another day and then it's so hard to get started again. Because guess what's the most difficult thing? To get started. And it could be anything. I'm just using exercise as an example. But once you start, then you start feeling motivated. So after I was chatting on my Instagram stories with this one person about needing a break and that sometimes, you know, we just need to push through, I started thinking about it. 
have I been using self-care as an excuse? And do people really understand the difference between self-care and self-indulgence or even self-sabotage? So many times what happens is that we are just procrastinating. And the only way to overcome that frustration or procrastination or that uncertainty is by taking action. So let's differentiate between these different things that I've been mentioning. Self-care. Self-care is what you do to ensure that you have consistent supply of energy for the things or people you love. It doesn't matter how you're feeling that day. You still do it. So self-care is more habitual. Example, drinking water, exercising, eating healthy, taking a mental health break, going for a walk, sleeping on time, maintaining that sleep hygiene, meditation, going to your much-needed therapist or doctor appointment. So when I see self-care on Instagram so many times, I see a glass of wine saying, oh, self-care time. Or I see someone eating a pizza and say, self-care time. (laughs) And I'm not saying that don't drink a glass of wine or don't eat pizza. But if you are doing it as self-care, which means that maybe that's not the day you should have eaten the pizza or that's not the day that you wanted to eat at pizza or drink that extra glass of wine, but you only did it as a numbing behavior. You're just trying to numb your emotions through that glass of wine or through adding those extra calories or by adding that piece of cake. Then it's not self-care. So you have to ask yourself, what is it that I'm trying to avoid? Am I doing this to just numb my emotions? Am I doing this to overcome the frustration instead of facing it? Is this going to make me feel better at the end? That's the question you want to ask yourself. So what we see on the internet or social media as self-care, taking a bubble bath, getting a manicure, it's okay. What they're saying is right, but sometimes we overdo it. And we have to remember that everyone's self-care looks different. Your self-care might be a bubble bath, while the person next to you, their self-care could be going for a run. One person's self-care could be a manicure while the other person's self-care could be writing in their journal. One person's self-care could be watching Netflix while the other person's self-care could involve cleaning their house. Every person's self-care looks different. So I'm not saying that watching Netflix is not self-care. But watching an entire season of And Just Like That, that I think is numbing your emotions. So let's see what is self-sabotage. Let's see the difference. According to psychology.com, self-sabotage occurs when we destroy ourselves physically, mentally, or emotionally, or deliberately hinder our own success and well-being by undermining personal goals and values. So self-sabotage happens when we are scared of our own power or when we are on the verge of a breakthrough. So we go back into the womb back into the comfort zone because we are scared. We are scared, what what if I succeed? Or sometimes we are procrastinating because we feel like an imposter or we are scared of the failure or we lack self-worth. So what do we do? We fall into the just one more episode syndrome. (laughs) So the difference between self-sabotage and self-care When you make it a consistent habit of taking care of your mental health, of reading, journaling, going for a run, drinking water, exercising, taking a bubble bath, going for a manicure, 
when it is a consistent habit precaution is better than cure so you're doing all these self care habits as a routine to maintain your sanity then it is self care but if you're doing it as a response to something oh i worked out every day last week maybe i should take a break now you're doing it as a response to you not feeling like working out today or to you feeling lazy today then it is self sabotage if you're frustrated with an assignment and you go for a run it's okay that is self care but if you're frustrated with an assignment or a project or a new business idea and you go and start scrolling on social media now you're numbing your emotions instead of facing them so ask yourself why why am i doing this another thing that has become a common self care excuse is self soothing or self indulgence so the definition of self indulgence according to the dictionary is excessive or unrestrained gratification of one's own appetites desires or whims so when you do something to regulate your emotions so self indulgence are those actions that you take to numb or bribe yourself when you have not done enough self care you see the difference here self care is intentional self indulgence is more spontaneous or as a response to something so once again for example i had a hard day i'm just going to have a glass of wine are you having that glass of wine as a reward because you did something or are you having it as an excuse that you had a hard day and then slowly it becomes a habit and i'm not sitting here and saying that wine is bad or eating a slice of pizza is bad what i'm saying is that why are you having that and if you're using it to numb your emotions then there are chances that it becomes an addiction so some of the self indulgence or self soothing behaviors uh, examples in kids are biting nails or sucking thumb and in adults the examples are going on a shopping spree comfort eating eating popcorn that's i think mine whenever i'm frustrated i make popcorn i should just stop buying popcorn or gambling or drinking so any of those addictive behaviors watching an entire season of emily in paris it is destructive so self indulgence can be healthy or destructive some of the healthy self indulgence behaviors are bubble bath listening to music dancing going for a walk taking a nice warm shower punching a bag maybe or talking to a friend about it while some of the destructive self indulgence behaviors are what i mentioned earlier comfort eating eating sugary foods shopping when you don't need to shop gambling drinking a glass of wine when you really didn't need it so how do you recognize these behaviors the best way to recognize them is asking yourself a few questions what am i escaping or avoiding will this choice help to reduce my stress levels am i trying to disconnect from something will this choice enhance my well-being is my future self going to thank me for making this choice or will my future self suffer later because of my actions so for example if you say oh i'm just going to watch some netflix because i deserve some self care and then you end up watching five episodes and throughout those five episodes you're looking at the time again and again and saying oh i need to do this i need to do this i need to do this oh my god okay just five more minutes and you're getting more and more and more frustrated and at the end of those five episodes you are being even harder on yourself you're beating yourself down because you wasted so much time then it is not self care ask yourself am i letting my head get in the way of doing what i really need to do 
So we talked about self-care, self-indulgence and self-sabotage. But there's also one more thing. Plain old laziness. Are you just being lazy today? It's okay to rest. But if you're avoiding something, then it's not. It's okay to rest. But if you're just sitting somewhere and thinking, oh, I'm just going to get up and do this in five minutes. Oh, just five more minutes. And in the meantime, you're just scrolling on your phone or playing a game on your phone. And you keep saying, oh, two more minutes, I will get up. Then maybe it's just plain laziness. And you need to look at your motivation. You need to look at your why. Why did you even start working out in the first place? Why did you even start this business in the first place? Why did you start on this journey? And that why might give you the right answer. Because maybe you don't have a strong enough why. Or maybe you're just not feeling worthy enough. Then you need to work on that self-image. I was reading Brené Brown's book, Gifts of Imperfection. And in that, she talks about numbing our emotions or our feelings. And in there, she says that people use numbing their emotions in order to avoid feelings like vulnerability, shame or fear. And that is when they engage in behaviors that help in avoiding that experience of pain. And a lot of us are aware when we are doing that. We just choose not to pay attention to it. When we're sitting there watching one after one after one episode of some show on Netflix, we know that there's 10 other things we should be doing right now. We just choose not to pay attention to that because that's our ego's way of keeping us safe. We don't want to feel the pain. We don't want to do the hard things. But sometimes all we need to do is push through that pain and take that next step. And there is something that Brené Brown said in this book that really stood out to me. She says, when we numb the dark, we also numb the light. So we cannot selectively numb emotions. When we numb our painful emotions, we are also numbing our positive emotions. So when was the last time that it happened to you that you didn't want to do something or you were avoiding doing a particular thing, whether it's working out or working on a difficult project, and you decided to numb that emotion by either scrolling on social media or just watching a Netflix show. And when you finished that numbing behavior, when you finished three hours on TV, did you feel happy? No. I know from my experience, I'm always feeling even worse than when I started. Why? Because trying to numb my negative feelings, I'm actually also numbing my positive feelings. We will do an entire episode on numbing our emotions and not facing them. But remember that it's okay to face your feelings of frustration, shame, fear, sadness. But it's also not okay to over-exaggerate them by going down the rabbit hole and after five hours you feel even worse. The better option is to have a consistent self-care routine. So use self-care as a proactive measure and not as a reactive measure so that you can maintain that positive mindset. And when you are feeling those negative emotions, you should have the tools to work through them. Replace one negative thought with three positive ones. Go for a run. Go for a walk. Take a bubble bath. It's totally okay. But do not use the destructive behaviors like scrolling on social media, watching five hours of TV, eating tons of sugary foods, and many, many others. 
So I hope this helped you. For your homework, I want you to make a list of behaviors that you think are destructive in nature and you always go to those behaviors when you're feeling low. What do those behaviors look like in your life? It could be eating unhealthy food, eating chocolate or ice cream in my case. It could be watching TV. It could be just scrolling on social media. What are those behaviors? Because when you make this list, it's going to help you in future. When you are engaging in those behaviors, you will be more self-aware and you would be able to bounce back faster and not use self-care as an excuse to self-sabotage or not use self-care as an excuse to totally sabotage your workout routine, all the hard work that you put in the last whole week or the month or six months. Because trust me, I've been there and I'm still there some days. And that seesaw of going up and down and consistent and then not consistent does not help anyone. Because the best way to build habits is to stay consistent. And sometimes to stay consistent, you just need to push through. You just need to step out of that comfort zone and face that fear. I would love to hear from you. What are some of the behaviors that came up in this list? And how are you planning to avoid them in the future? If you have any questions or if you want to talk about this more, send me a DM on Instagram at sunny underscore Lamba. And on that note, this is Sunny signing off. Until next time, stay authentic. Thank you for listening to the Flothentic Me podcast. Did you relate to something or had an aha moment? I would love to hear your thoughts. Connect with me on Instagram at sunny underscore Lamba. Screenshot this episode and share it on social media or just send it to your friends. Just a reminder that every episode of Flothentic Me has its own page on www.flauthenticme.com. It's one place where you can find all your favorite episodes along with episode notes and the resources that I share here. You can also sign up for a newsletter so that you can get weekly tips and tools. Until next time, keep loving yourself and stay flauthentic. Thank you.